How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Maybe, Tiki, I'm reading too much into it. And if that's the case, slap me across the face. You're more than welcome to. I would not do that. But while I was watching the stadium series over the weekend, especially Rangers-Islanders on Sunday, I noticed something that I think is huge. (laughs) Monumental, some may say. And that was the fact that the Rangers and Islanders had Jets and Giants there to kind of kick off the game in a way. Yes, I noticed that as well. So we saw who was there. We saw some prominent players from both sides. But the most prominent guy that was there was Saquon Barkley. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tommy DeVito. Well, we'll get to him in a second. He's obnoxious. I'm done with Tommy DeVito. I've turned on him. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love Tommy. Yesterday was the end of Tommy, but I'll address that later. But Saquon Barkley is a free agent. Yes. In fact, tomorrow is a really, really significant day in the NFL, symbolically more than anything, because tomorrow is the day where NFL teams can place franchise tags on their free agents. And it's a period that opens tomorrow. It lasts two weeks. And then it will close down on March 4th. 4th, yeah. So you got two weeks to apply the franchise tag. So right. I don't think anyone's going to be tagged tomorrow, but you can tag a player tomorrow up until March 4th. And that's going to be the first domino to fall in Saquon Barkley's free agency. Obviously, the Giants could simply tag him again, mm-hmm. which I think you and I are skeptical they're going to do. Yeah, And then he could go to free agency and we'll see what happens. But the fact, Tiki, that he is a free agent who has shown some kind of frustration with the negotiations, and yet here he is standing there at a MetLife Stadium event wearing his giant jersey, to me shows more than anything he has said, damn, I want to be here. Well, he does want to be here, and he said that. He said it multiple times. He wants to be a giant for life, uh, but he also wants to be respected in his contract and in how the negotiation goes. Last year with the tag, it just kind of, it, it probably left a very sour taste in his mouth, especially coming off the rebound season that he had had the year before, the year prior, so two seasons ago. And now, it, it was, he had a good season this year. It wasn't like it was two years ago, but if you're the Giants, you could easily lowball him, right? Because it's not like he led the league in rushing or right. was even close to it, and he missed a couple of games. And so the Giants have all the power, and the easiest thing to do is just to tag him again and throw the whatever, the $12 million, $12.5 million tag on him. But that's going to feel, again, like disrespect. Now, with all that being said, I think he still wants to be a Giant. I don't think there's any question. And by the way, I know he has said all the right things like you mentioned, but a lot of guys say all the right things, but it's actions that matter. And I'm not knocking the guy because I've defended his decision to leave. But Jacob DeGrom always said, I want to be a New York Mm -hmm. Met. I want to retire a New York Met. 
And he didn't. Now, a lot of that's on the Mets, but I'm not sure if Jacob deGrom would have showed up at the stadium series a yeah. week in a free agency no, right. before a Ranger Islander right. game. I and think, I love Jake. I think it's telling. I think, I think it's, it's telling very in a, telling. In a, in a lot of important ways. Now, Saquon last year, uh, he had a different agent. It was the same agency. It was just a different agent. And they probably played it hard. Right? They played it. I'm going to be... The, not the bad guy, but we're batting heads. We're mm-hmm. button heads, and we're publicly going to butt heads. This year, it feels different already, simply because of what you were just talking about. Right. He, he had a, he had a Giants jersey on the, the day before the franchise tag. Free agency is already happening right now, and it seems like, and he said all the right things, but it also visually looks like he wants to be a Giant. Oh, like, no Otherwise, doubt. why would he be here? No doubt. Right? He'd be working out or in Cabo or on vacation or doing whatever he's doing. He's here, and and I mean, hell, I know this because there's a new golf simulator thing in our town. Mm-hmm. He's always there, <laughs> so he he wants to be in Jersey. He's not somewhere else. He's not trying to plant a flag in a different state and say this is where I want to be. He wants to be a New York Giant. So here's what I don't know, and I I always try to put myself in the shoes of the teams I don't root for, and I say, how would I feel? That's how I try to do it. I'm not always 100 percent accurate, but I try my hardest. So obviously we've had a lot of discussions over the last few weeks. We'll get into a little bit later today about Pete Alonzo and my emotional connection to wanting Pete to remain a New York Met. My emotional connection to wanting Jacob DeGrom to remain a New York Met. Just going back earlier, this was years ago, I argued with everybody who would listen about trading Darrell Rivas. It bothered me. I wanted Darrell Rivas to retire a New York Jet. I've always been very consistent with how I feel about these guys finishing their legendary careers with my team, whether it's the prime of their career or it's the end of their career. But one thing about the Mets and the Jets that is very different than the New York Giants and different than the New York Yankees, which makes this very difficult for Mm -hmm. me to be fair about putting myself in other people's shoes, is that you guys have a lot of it. Like, if you're a Giant fan, you have a lot of guys who've done it. And I think what makes it extra special for me as a Mets fan... an entire entire career. I'm looking at one. Right. Yeah, you're like right. you're one of them. Michael Strahan's one of them. Amani's one. Amani, Eli, right. Phil Sims. Like you have a laundry list of guys. Lawrence Taylor, like all a lot, basically all the greats. Carl Banks, yeah, all of them. I'm burying the lead. Like there's a <laughs> lot in it, but that's my point. The Yankees too. They have a lot of names, and I think what makes it very difficult for non-Met fans to understand about the connection to Pete. And Jake and anybody else is that we don't get it a lot. You guys do. So here's my question, because I don't know the answer as much as I try to put myself in the shoes of you guys, all three of you, because you're all Giant fans. If this was me, forget the football for a second. Right. Forget the cap for a second. I'd say, F that. This guy's on my team. Make it right. Make it right. Because I said it about Darrell Revis. Because I'm saying it about Pete Alonso. Because I've said it about endless guys for the teams I root for. But I get a curveball from you guys because I don't know if it matters as much to you. I don't know if it's more mm. black and white and just, ah, you know, he's older. He's a running back. Who cares? Like, I don't know. So if it was me and I'm judging consistently based on the emotion I have for the players we talk about, yeah. I'd say figure it out and I'll be pissed if you don't. Does the same apply to Saquon Barkley? So for me, and this is, like, I think of this from a a not just on the field side of it, but obviously that matters a lot. But Today's running back is always going to be multi-utilized, meaning there's going to be one guy that does this, another guy that does that, and if not, they're going to be interchangeable. You're not getting 400 touches anymore. And so there's always going to be or needs to be a 
A and a and a a one A and a and a one B, right? There has to be those two guys. Otherwise, you're just you're just at a disadvantage. Just see, even looking at the 49ers, like with Christian McCaffrey, who in theory takes a ton of plays. Elijah Mitchell's a hell of a backup. I mean, it was like two years ago, we thought Elijah Mitchell was going to be the next coming of the great running back in the NFL, right? So it, you need to have that. And so I think what's challenging for the Giants is how do you do both, right? How do you pay Saquon commiserate to what he deserves, but also leave room so that the running back is not taking up the position that is, is not taking up a disproportionate amount of the cap. And now that the cap's going up, maybe that changes. But I've always looked at it from a Saquon standpoint, is that there are so many fans over the last five or six years, and especially the young fans, that Saquon is their favorite player. Right. right? He is he is the guy whose jersey they wanted. He's the guy that they want to emulate. Uh, as a, as a kid, I mean, he's the one that you go to the to the to the stadium to see. You want to see him have these big days, and to replace that is not why. Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Easy, right? It seems easy. Mm. Ah, it'd be easy to replace that guy. It's it really isn't, and unless you have an elite quarterback, which you know the Giants are still working on, obviously. So I think I think there's the on-field stuff, there's the contract stuff, and then there's the emotional side of it, and it's really all convoluted. Well, with this conversation about safety, that's why, believe it or not, there are similarities to the Alonzo discussion. It's mm-hmm. not completely the same, but there is because you're crossing between. Being smart financially, the NFL is different because they have a salary cap, but being smart financially, but also understanding there is a core of Giant fans, it may kind of lean young, that say, this is my guy. I want this guy on my team. Now, Sean, how old are you now? 36? Yeah, 37 in two months. Yeah, but you've had a lot of guys you've seen spend their entire careers with the Giants. I'm working with my guy. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that, that's why I don't know if that changes this. No, I would always prefer that my star players stay the star, but it's hard seeing them in another uniform. Like I, I remember vividly being upset that Ahmad Bradshaw went to the Colts as well. Like that one bothered me because he was, you know, everything is a running back for me as a Giant too. I'm just in one of those weird spots now as a fan where I think you can't separate the business part of it. If the Giants get Saquon back at fair terms, fair prices, depending on what the market... Of course I want him to be a Giant. I want him helping out, hopefully, a new quarterback. 
But if he's going to get a break-the-bank deal from the Houston Texans, as much as that would suck seeing him play for somebody else, I don't want the Giants to be very dumb business You don't want them to overspend. Exactly. That's it. That's it. All, all is fair, and I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I don't want to lose Saquon Barkley. No. Yeah. No, nah, there's a cat. And that's and that's what's gonna happen, by the way. Well, when, he, hit, when he hits full free agency, right. he's gonna get overpaid somewhere. Well, that's why that, the next two weeks are pretty damn yes, important. That, and that's what that's what happens. And we talk about it all the time. Yeah. When you go somewhere in free agency, you always overpay. Well, that's my concern about Alonzo. It's mm-hmm. why, you know, people scream at me, why do you care about an extension now when the Mets could just sign him in free agency? Because you ask for a team to overspend. But there's also other options in free agency. I get not, that. Not at first base, per se. But no, but running back in the NFL. Right. There's but, a lot of running I'm, backs I'm, available in free agency. Free, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. We, we did this before. Yeah. And Saquon's, I mean, he's up there at the top of the list, but he's not probably right. top of the list. But that, but because of the sport, and I know you hit on this, this is why it is apples and oranges. There's less of an excuse for Pete Alonso to play anywhere else. 100%. Yeah. Because no yes. matter what, it's not going to affect your cap or I tax agree. or any I, of that. I, the similarities aren't about the decision of pay him. No. I think it's a lot more complicated with Barkley because of the position he plays, because there's a salary cap, and because signing him could affect signing someone else. Right. That should not be the case with Pete Alonso because you got a billionaire owner. It, there, there should be no excuse. Where it's similar is the emotional tie that I think sometimes we're divorced from. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not when it comes to Pete. Lugie's not when it comes to Pete. But when it comes to Saquon, I'm not sure. Now, I heard Lugie over the weekend... And he is very similar to me. We are emotionally tied in on Pete. We're basically, if they don't re-sign him, we're going to be pissed at the world. Wait, Absolutely. Wait, and- wait, 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 wait. Before Lugie answers this. What? You watched the stadium series and you heard Lugie over the weekend. Didn't you call away with your family? <laughs> I did. Okay. You want to blow up my spot? I didn't listen to Lugie, but I check in on him because I support uh, him. All right. And so I knew what he was talking about. I heard five minutes of his open. It was fire, by the way. It was okay. tremendous. Thank you. Right. But no, I did not spend, oh. and I think he understands. I didn't spend hours listening, but I checked in on him to know what the hell he was talking about so that when I brought this up today, I could refer to his wonderful show he did on Saturday. Thank you, Evan. We also have the Rewind app that is open for 24 hours if you wanted to listen in in midnight instead of going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> My thing with Alonzo is this, too. Steve Cohen has had no problem courting other players, whether he wants to go to dinner with Kate Upton and Justin Verlander, whether what I said, Venmo, Scott Boris from the White Lotus Hotel for Carlos Correa. But when it comes to Pete Alonso, they want a nickel and dime. They want to kick the can down the street. I have a massive no, issue with I'm that. I'm with you. Massive. But now, they were right on Jake. Doesn't mean they're going to be right on by, Alonso. By the way, I, I want to stop saying that. I think we should all stop that for a second. We don't know if they were right on Jake. Uh, we let the guy come back from Tommy John surgery. Yeah. He came back from Tommy John surgery. Wins a Cy Young next year. Were they right about Jake? Yeah. No, seriously, were they but, right about Jake? Yeah, but hold on. The, pro- the problem is they were built to win last year. Right. Do the Mets have an ace right now? No, of course not. So what if Jake saying, wins a Cy Young next year? Okay, okay, but I'm just saying, in 2022, they were built to win, or 2023. I get last that. Last year, they were built to win then. Tiki? That's why you had Scherzer. Oh. It's why you had Verlander. It's why you went out on a limb and got Kodai Senga. You, you wanted to win right I get now. that. All I'm saying to my fellow Mets fan is I've retired from saying they were right. Can we wait and see? Like, seriously. Yes, yeah, so far they're right. I'll totally give you that. Right. You're right. Last year would have greatly affected them. But if this guy comes back and wins the Cy Young next year or comes back and yeah. dominates the last two months of the year, are we really saying they're right? Not quite. I'll so st- let's I, just move on from yes, that. I, I, I will agree to disagree. Okay, we can debate it a different I day when they, he comes back think, and dominates. I think they intentionally moved off of him. That's fine. 
Do you feel the same way about Barkley, though, Lou? Because that's really what it comes down to. We agree about Pete. Saquon, do you have that same emotional attachment? I don't. I don't have it with Saquon. I think Barkley's relationship with Giant fans is a weird one because I think there's a lot of people that blame him for where he was drafted, which is not his fault. Mm. I look at it from a business perspective like Sean. I don't look at Barkley, Teeks, not just because you're sitting here. I look at Tiki differently than I look at Saquon. Maybe it's my age. For some reason, I feel more of an emotional attachment with the Met players because we haven't had as many homegrown guys stayed forever as I do with the Giants because I've seen a lot of them through the years, especially in my formative years. But it's also, there was never a doubt whether, I mean, I'm not comparing because it's two different, completely different situations. There was never a doubt that I was not going to be here. It was, ne- it was never. But but you know what else? And this is not, there's a compliment to you, and I don't think Saquon's going to do it, but I want to be fair. Kind of like I'm fair about this DeGrom thing. If Saquon doesn't re-sign and he's not here, we'll never know if he has a chance to be as good as Tiki or pass him. Because Tiki's yeah. best part of his career, I'm talking about you yeah. if you're not here, was the last four years of his career when he was 28, 29, 30, and 31. Yeah. If Sa- now, Statistically, I, my last three years, I had as many yards as I did my first seven. Now, I'm going to guess that that's not going to happen with Saquon. <laughs> but my point is, we don't know. Yeah. And also the playoffs. And the, he, he played in the playoffs a ton, well, made a Super Bowl. The Giants go in the Super Bowl in two years. I have no right, idea. No, exactly. We're never going to know that answer if he isn't re-signed, which is where he does have a chance yes. to surpass and you. Because he's not old. Right. He's, he'll be 27, right? This is your 27th season coming up, I think, because I think Daniel Jones is 26. So it, this is Saquon's 27 years old. It's just not, turned 27. Right. He just turned 27. So it's not, it's not like he's 30. Yeah. It's not like he's Derrick Henry as a free agent, and we're saying, yeah, how much tread is left on those tires? The vibe I get, based on Luke's answer, Sean's answer, your answer, is that you guys want him back. You yes. want him back. Yes. But it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. It's not well, the same because it's the sport. I totally understand. And it's not the same because you've had enough of it. You've got a lot of guys who spent their whole career with the same team. It isn't as special to you as it would be for me um, and other yeah. Met fans if Pete spent his whole career I think with the team. There, there's two things. One, and this is not me, but this is why some people are, because I listen to Sean's podcast with the kid who's filling in for him. Bryce. He says, Bryce, who's like, I'm done. I'm tired of Saquon Barkley. Get him out of here. And, I can see why people say that because he's been unavailable a lot. But to me, that just says we haven't f- like really scratched the surface of what he could elitely you know could be as an elite player. Right. Right? And so and again, he's not old. Like I got good at 27. Mm. I mean, I, no, I got great at 27. Saquon is just turning 27. So the challenge is going to be the tag because that that puts the money front and center. And if they're going to tag him, then, or even potentially think about it, that's where we're starting. So it's at $12.5 million per year. You probably got to pay some premium on that. And if you really want them and you're going to tag them, you might as well give them a three-year contract that's basically two and a void, right? So there's ways to make this work. It's just both sides have to be willing. I think I know that Saquon's side is willing. Yeah. I don't know what the Giants are. Well, all I know is Saquon Barkley spent a Sunday afternoon in the middle of February at MetLife Stadium, watching the Rangers take on the Islanders in a game that was only worth two points. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I know. <laughs> uh, clearly, it was a bigger event for him. By the way, <laughs> Saquon there in a giant jersey, neither team's starting quarterback was. Uh, that's true. But the backup. <laughs> the backup to the backup yes. ones. <laughs> I've had enough of him. We'll get to that later. Let's go to Alex in Middletown, New York. What's up, Alex? Hey, guys. How are you? What's up? What's going uh, on? Quick one for Evan, uh, since it's President's Day and uh, – you're interested in the president. Oh, you might yes. know this already, so if you do, you can stop me. All right. Yeah, the John Tyler thing. Yes, John Tyler has a grandson that that's still alive. Now, last yes. check, he's still alive. 1790s, boy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? 
John Tyler, who is a president, who came. Okay, so here's the thing. Thank you, Alex. (laughs) I'm going to put Tiki down a new rabbit hole. John (laughs) Tyler. John Tyler was. Was what? He was president. I know, but it was ages ago. So John Tyler had a child when he was, I think, in his 80s, who also had a child when he was in his 80s. What? And because of that, John Tyler, who was president in the 19th century, the middle part of the 19th century, 1841 to 1845, pre-Civil War. Now, John Tyler was the accidental president. He became president when William Henry Harrison gave a long-ass speech in the cold weather and died. Pneumonia. Yeah, I don't know if it was a pneumonia, but he had he got something. He got sick, and John Tyler became president. And yeah, he's got a grandkid that's still alive. Last check. <laughs> yeah, he's ninety five now. So this guy's still alive. Harrison Ruffin Tyler. Can you imagine that? Where does he live? And what, um, and what does he What does he do? I'm gonna go with Virginia. <laughs> that's my guess. He was born in Virginia. I, I got to see where he actually still is living. <laughs> you imagine that pickup line when you go to a bar. <laughs> You're not gonna believe. Oh, this. my grandfather was president. <laughs> Like, ooh, Ronald Reagan? But think about this. So think about this. 30 years ago. 30 years ago when yeah. he was 60-something. That's even 40 years ago. Yeah. You know, when it's in the 70s or 80s. He could say that line. Yeah. As, a, as an eligible bachelor if he's not married. Yeah. You know, my grandfather was president. What's a better pickup line? My grandfather was president or my cousin is Steven Tyler? <laughs> I think that my father, my grandfather was president. I think the problem with the my grandfather was president is once the girl, if she does, ask, who? <laughs> because there's a really good chance that most Americans have no idea who John Tyler is. Right. Like, if you went on the street and said, who is John Tyler? I'm thinking less than 10% of the people are going to say president. Great point. They're going to probably say to Sean's awkward joke right. related to okay. Stephen Tyler. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. So the he was 80. Was it, it wasn't his wife. It's, I am guesstimating the ages of John Tyler and his son, but if okay. you do the math, it could work out. His it, his his same wife? No, I think he had It had to wives. be different, right? I think John Tyler was... for his son. He was getting around, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know what I don't understand? So I spent this weekend with my kids. I love my kids. I love hanging out with them. I chase them now, and I get tired. Right. I'm 40. Yeah, but hold on. Back could to, you imagine being but, 80 and chasing your kids yeah, around? Yeah, but that was a different era. Like you didn't... The dad didn't chase her, especially if you were a political, I don't know, star. So you didn't do anything? You didn't chase around your kids. Someone else raised your kids. Oh, jeez. And they didn't have Peppa Pig to raise their kids. <laughs> exactly. There was no TV. At least I have the break of the iPad right now. I mean, John Tyler didn't have that break years ago. Let's go to Tony in Deer Park. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, fellas? Yo. So, as a big-time Giants fan, back in, you know, uh, mid-2005, 2006, I watched some of the greatest seasons from a running back. You know, we don't have to name names. But I, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I love Saquon, and that's a guy you want on your team. He represents. That's the kind of you know guy in the community, all that good stuff. And he's an unbelievable talent. No but doubt. He hasn't blown my. He has not blown my socks off as a Giants fan. He's great. He's the offense. But he ain't no Tiki Barber. Let's well, be serious. Well, he, but, he, but hold on, he could be Tony. That's what. That's all I'm saying. Now. I believe that like the position that I used to play and that Saquon now plays, it, it at some point you've just taken too many hits mm-hmm. and your body just starts to wear down and you just don't have you lose the proverbial lose a step. Like I worry about that with Derrick Henry because he's got he's taken tons of hits and he runs big and he runs heavy and he gets tackled a lot. Saquon, and this is kind of a, the benefit of being hurt, he hasn't taken 
like this massive amount of hits because he's missed the better part of two and a half seasons. But that, but that moves to the logic of then why would I think at 27, 28, 29, he's not going to miss time? Well, it de- if he's already missed time. Well, so an ACL tear, that's just, it, that, that happens. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not instructive on what's going to happen going forward, right? You tear an ACL, you can be better or stronger than you were before nowadays. Back in my era, no chance. You were compromised. The other one was a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just a ligament stretching. Eventually, you get stronger and you and it, and it comes back. You learn how to not tackle or, or get tackled in a way that compromises yourself. So when I look at his biggest injuries, the only one that's that's I don't know upset that, that like upsets his physical ability is repeated ankle injuries. But there's ways to mitigate those things. I'm right. not, I I can't worry about like the injury stuff. It's just more about. Does he still have that burst? But you know and what? He looked like it last year. But you know what? When, when I argue about Pete, there are two buckets where I make the argument. There's the baseball argument, which I think I did a few days ago. I never mm-hmm. brought up the sentimentality. But the sentimentality thing has helped out by there's no one in history who spent his entire career with the Mets who yeah. I'd say, yeah, Pete's good, but he's no this. Yeah, but like also, you say Daryl Strawberry, but Daryl left. He didn't yeah. get to finish his career but, here. But Pete is also, he is the best run producer home run hitter in baseball. Correct. That's why from a baseball like, standpoint like, I still make the argument. Like period. Yes. Not not qualifying it. Not like, well, because he plays first. No, just period. Yeah, yeah. Like he is the best home run hitter, run producer in major league baseball. Yeah. So he should be paid like that. And it's not just being paying him as a first baseman. It's paying him as the best home run hitter, run producer in baseball. Now, next year when he's a free agent, will there be competition at that for that particular spot? Yeah. Juan Soto is one of them who happens to have the same uh, same agent. Yeah. And so if you're the Mets, so as much as you love and want Pete to be here for the rest of his career, you're also looking at the alternatives. Yeah. Right? Well, like, no, no. Is, I want both. I don't want I, I know you do, my but, ass. but it is what it is. But let's just, let's just look at this from a... We got to pick one. No, in theory, we no, no, don't, pick no, no, one. no, no. I don't like this. If you, I have don't like to this. Pick See, that's one, dirty. What you're doing? I'm not. But yeah, I'm just it saying, is. But this is what David Stearns is doing. No, but this is what they're letting you do because they let guys go to free agency. No, this is clear, becomes a this choice. Is, this is clearly what's happening. But it shouldn't be a choice. But why? Because this I can have both. Clearly, what? The, uh, because if Pete Alonso signed yesterday, it would okay. be a choice. David uh, uh, Scott, the man from Milwaukee. Thank you. No, I wasn't even going there. I wasn't even talking about him. Scott, oh, talking about? Scott, I'm talking about Boris. Oh, that guy. Scott Boris yeah. is not going to break the bank on two guys in the same year. With, what? With Soto and 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 uh, Pete. Well, Soto's with the, getting with the Mets. It's, he's not doing yeah, he it. He could. Why not? If you offer enough money, he will. No chance. If you so offer, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get a fifty something million dollar deal and a thirty something million dollar deal. Well, all you're so doing you're gonna, is you have, you have eighty five million dollars yeah. on two guys. All per you're season doing for is the making the argument for why you should extend Pete now, so you don't go into the offseason with this argument okay. that you're already making, okay, which but, I think is ridiculous. Not Evan, not you, Evan, but it's going to be made but, against. But me. here's your problem: it whatever the offseason number is is the actual number right now. Right. Whatever it is. It's just like Saquon with the franchise tag. Whatever the franchise num- num- number is, that's where the negotiation starts. So we know that the free agency is coming for Pete Alonso. Therefore, whatever that free agent number in theory is, that's where they're starting. Speaking of Pete, we will listen a little bit later on mm-hmm. to a couple of quick clips of what he said over the weekend. We'll put that in the Tiki share and Tiki <laughs> tell us what he actually meant. What? No, speaking of Pete. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why this is taking me an hour and a half. Where's my A-Rod banner? 
Oh, yeah, I don't see it. What, what, what do you mean, oh, yeah, I don't see it? I don't see it. I mean, Man. I agree with you. It's not hanging there anymore. Tiki, what time did you get here today? I got here around, at around when I did, 12 right? 12.50 or something. Okay, I got here like 12.30. Loogie, I saw again. You were here first, Evan. Yes, I was. Where you is the banner? The, you took the banner. Are you accusing me of taking the banner? I am. You stormed out like a pouting baby, which we still haven't addressed. Very mm. unprofessional. You stormed oh, you did out. did quit on the show on Friday. You did quit on the show. We had to finish the show without him. Mm -hmm. And now you're the first one in, you know, big quarterback, first one in, last one out, that whole deal. <laughs> and the banner's gone. Where's the banner? A-Rod Day wasn't just a day to celebrate A-Rod. The banner got revealed because the number was retired forever, and it's not here, hence it's not yes. retired forever. Where is the banner? Why are you guys looking at me like I took the banner? You accusing me of taking the banner? Somebody took the banner. Well, I, someone clearly did take the banner, but I don't know why you assume it's me. I know Tiki didn't take the banner. Hey, I didn't put the bomb on. Left. Uh, Lou Gower didn't take the banner. I didn't put the bomb on. No, I didn't take the banner. So you think I took the banner? I know that BT and CeeLo didn't take the banner. Right. You took the banner. Is it possible Al Cintron took the banner? Why would Al Cintron take the banner? He doesn't like A-Rod. Is it possible Danielle McCartan took the banner? I'm going to say something right now. Go ahead. And I respect the work that both Danielle and Al do here on the weekends. Yeah. And I used to do a lot of weekend work mm -hmm. myself. If you as a weekend employee came <laughs> with your right. once-a-week shift and you had a power move like that and took down A-Rod's retired you number. You do not have the authority that to is, take that banner. That's, you've, you're done doing shifts around here, and I will make that call to the architect. <laughs> so I'm assuming that they would not have the goal to do that, and this was you. Tough guy. So you're just making an assumption I took the bath. You're the one guy who cried like a baby and left the show Friday. The one guy who didn't want to do this. This is part of losing pickleball. And magically, the first guy in the building out of all of us and the banner's gone? Of course you took the banner. First of just all. Just tell us where it is and first, put it up. First of all, I stormed out on Friday at 6 o'clock because you went below the belt. Right, we did a whole day honoring A-Rod. It was uh -huh. a nice, beautiful ceremony. Had some special guests, including A-Rod himself, C.C. Sabathia. It was a wonderful day. And I thought I put my best behavior first. Like, I thought I did that. And then you and Tiki kind of joined in, started saying inappropriate things about A-Rod <laughs> being a Met and Pete Alonzo leaving as a free agent. And I thought to myself, you know what? I gave you four hours. Now you're being jackasses. I'm going home. Well, I mean, so first of all, I, I no, stand no, no. by the fact I walked out on you. I, because quite frankly, like, what was the point of that at 6 o'clock? Like, why'd you have to Attack me for that. Because first of all, we do four and a half hours of radio every day, and it was A-Rod day, and that was an element. Shay-Rod was an element. You didn't stand there and answer the questions. You pouted like a baby and walked out. And then continue to start the show, pouting like a baby is an Islander fan today. A lot of baby out of you lately. <laughs> and I just want to know where the banner is. I don't know. Evan, I'm going to tell you right now. If tomorrow we walk in and I don't see A-Rod's I'm not going <laughs> to accuse you anymore. Hang the banner back up. And if not... I am going to take multiple thumbtacks and put them in your car tire so you cannot get home. <laughs> what? So tomorrow, that's your fair warning. Banner better be up. All right. I'll help you look for it. Maybe I'll find <laughs> out who took it. Yeah. We are live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. We'll come back and get to your calls, 877-337-6666. A lot of emotional Ranger fans giddy about their February Stanley Cup victory. And Giant fans trying to figure out what to do with Saquon Barkley. And coming up. Oh, I have to do this now. Okay, how about this? As soon as we come back, before we get back to your calls, Tiki will put the clock up, okay? Three minutes, and when we come back, I will address the Brooklyn Net decision of fire Jacques Vaughn, and I will give you a public endorsement on who I want the next full-time head coach to be. So it won't be at 3.30, but it'll be a few minutes right after that, right here on The Fan. All right, Evan and Tiki on this President's Day Monday, a couple of days ahead of the big birthday of George Washington. He would have been 
280 or something like that. It would have been very, very old is the point. Anyhow, uh, Tiki, can you do me a small favor? Yes. Can you put three minutes on your clock? Yes. All right. I have it. Thank you. You tell me when to start. Okay, I want to address Jacques Vaughn's firing, and I want to publicly endorse his replacement. We'll start it now. Jacques Vaughn's a wonderful guy. He's a good guy. He's a good human being. I wish him all the best. He was a terrible head coach. The Brooklyn Nets underachieved this season so far on a catastrophic level. So, number one, you lose your job when you have a team that underachieves. This team should not suck as badly as they have defensively with the individual defenders they have, number one. Number two, he lost the room. You can't lose the room. You lose the room, you're done. When Mikel Bridges is coming out after that Boston game, basically begging for help, begging for a fix, you know you're done. Mm -hmm. So open and shut, Jacques Vaughn deserved to lose his job. I don't say that maliciously. Again, good dude, class act. I wish him all the best. He did not do a good enough job this season, but we move on. Obviously, they're going to hire an interim. I am all good with Kevin Ollie getting that opportunity. I think he'll be like the sixth or seventh guy that's won a national championship at the collegiate level and gets an opportunity to be a head coach. I wish him all the best. But I've got my sights on someone specifically. It is not Jeff Van Gundy, though I understand why people would think that. Sam Cassell? It is not Sam Cassell, who I love. I loved Sam when he was in that back in 1998. It is not Mark Jackson. And, Nick fans, I want to tell you, this has nothing to do with you as much as you may think it has something to do with you. <laughs> I have had my eyes on this man for a while now. How much time do I have? You have a minute and 37. I've had my Six. eyes on this guy for a long time. In fact, this guy's had his eyes not on me, but on an NBA head coaching opportunity. And I believe he would flourish in Brooklyn, New York. And I believe there are some helpful coincidences that make this fit really, really work. Now, you've got to pay him, but you also have to remind him geography's a thing. And the Sixers aren't changing their head coach anytime soon. And the Knicks aren't changing their head coach anytime soon. So if it ain't going to be Philly and it's not going to be Manhattan, why not Brooklyn? I would like to publicly endorse as the next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And Joe Sy, if you care about this team, you write a massive check to make it happen. Jay Wright! Let's go! Jay Wright! He's the right guy for the job. We got a little connection with Mikel. And by the way... Aren't all his players across the river? They may be, but I know that one of them's a free agent at the end of next year. And if Jalen's getting any kind of FOMO, because Jay Wright ain't coaching the Knicks, he's more than welcome to come across the bridge and join Mikel. But... That's a side benefit to it. The real benefit is I think this guy can coach, and I have felt this way for a while since Jay decided to walk away from Villanova. He wants to be an NBA head coach. Now, your greatest argument against me would be, why would he take the net job? I totally get it. It would not be as appealing as Philly. It would not be as appealing as the Knicks. But those jobs aren't open. The net job is. And with a potential addition like a Trey Young or a Donovan Mitchell during the offseason via trade, Jay Wright would be in a good position to succeed. So I wish Kevin Ollie all the best. Oh, the alarm's off? All right. I wish Kevin Ali all the best, but I would like to publicly endorse Jay Wright as the next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, how the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? <laughs> that did happen. How do you think about that? <laughs> Come on. You couldn't let this guy go last week. It's his day off. 
Honestly, well, it's been a long time coming. So, they they so called. They call this poor guy up on Monday. Stop. I think it should, Evan and I were talking about this before. He probably knew. Uh, I'm sure. Right. He had to have known. Yeah, I, that's my guess. Yeah, and it just just became a formality during the All Star break. Something that people will hear, not really get up in arms about, maybe not even care about, and move on from. How the hell you gonna get fired on your day off? <laughs> no question. Look. One thing, just lastly about this, and we'll get back to your calls, a lot of Ranger fans all giddy about their Stanley Cup victory last night, and obviously Giant fans figuring out, does Saquon Barkley come back? Do we want him back? What do I think? Does he get tagged? Does he get tagged? But one thing I always hear when a coach gets fired, and it's this very lame response, usually from other coaches, which is, it's so unfair that this coach lost his job. So unfair. you got to blame the players. I tell you this, and I hope you guys trust me. I watch every second of every Brooklyn Net game. Okay, And there have been times in which you're firing a coach and you just kind of like have no reason to. You're just throwing it in the air because your team is struggling. Jacques Vaughn deserved, from a performance standpoint, to lose his job. So any head coach that's going to come out in the next few days and say, this is unfair, this is, this is not the Pistons, the Nets should be a playoff team. They have the talent to be a playoff team. So I say that as respectfully as I can because, again, he's a good guy and all that, and he is. I like Jacques Vaughn as a person, but he did a terrible job as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Good riddance. You know what, Evan? You know what made me chuckle when I saw the reports? One of the reports said that he lost several key players in the locker room. I was unaware the Nets even had several key players. <laughs> it's really Bridges. That's what he thought. No, about. we might have found out why Ben Simmons hasn't played so much. No, there's no chance. No, it better not be Ben. Ben, ben just doesn't want to play. No, nah, it's Mikel, Mikel Bridges. And I physically think, can't. And I think you saw this with Mikel when he did that dopey podcast with Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. Mikel Bridges is a really, really nice guy. He's not a leader, okay, at all. I think the way he got bullied by Brunson and Hart in that little interview showed you he's not a leader. Like, stand up for the franchise you're playing for. Is he of just... younger than them? Uh, I'm trying to think of remember the, the, the dynamic at Villanova. I think they, he's younger than Josh Hart. I think he's the same age as Jalen or maybe a year younger. I'd have to double-check that. But I felt like he got bullied by those two guys. i got to be honest with you. Like, instead of standing up for the franchise he plays for, he just was like, yeah, sure, whatever you say, whatever. So I think that Mikel Bridges is a really quiet guy. I think he's a really nice guy. And I think if you see him not believing in a head coach, that's a real sign that you've lost the head coach. But we've spent way too much time talking about this. Yes. So let me just move on. I just want you to know I'm endorsing Jay Wright. Do you like that, by the way, real quick? Mm. Good endorsement? I do. I just don't know if Jay Wright is going to want to come out and coach a team that's not going to be good for a couple of years. But he's got Mikel Bridges. I know he's got Mikel Bridges, but who else? Right. He's the, got Cam Johnson. The challenge of he's got Cam the, Thomas. The, the, what are you talking about? The challenge about? for NBA, uh, college coaches that come play, uh, coach in the NBA is that it's a different game. Yeah, right. It's a different philosophy and teaching defense, which is what Jay did to an extent. Just like Tony Bennett, if he ever tried from Virginia to come, like it's not working. Yeah, You're like oh, we're gonna play this, uh, you know, three back and uh, you know zone up front. People would be like, what the hell are you talking about? But you about? know what? I think one of the biggest adjustments is coaching superstars. I definitely yeah. think that's it. Well, guess what? Your superstar, quote-unquote, is Mikel Bridges. Right. You already know. So you know. So well, I think that I, would be I a small I don't think benefit. that would be a problem. I think he has the, I don't know, he has a like the personality to make them at ease yes. and not be combative, com- combative with them. Now, yesterday, when the Rangers won their Stanley Cup by beating the Islanders uh, in comeback fashion at MetLife Stadium, Sean Morash was at the game. And I assume he was an unbearable, obnoxious, alcohol-fueled mess. Bitch, New York game. Ranger fan. And we are now joined by somebody that ran into him at the game. So we can get a scouting <laughs> report on how he acted. And that's the great Kenny in Staten Island. Kenny, 
I hope you enjoyed yourself last night. How much of a pig was Sean yesterday? Well, first of all, uh, I'm an Islander fan, so it, it, it was good for, for 55 plus minutes. Yes, that uh, was a good 55 right? minutes. <laughs> so I ran into Sean between periods, and I was talking to him, and a buddy of mine was with me, and my buddy comes by with this big ice cream cup, and Sean just stopped the conversation about hockey and goes, Where'd you get the ice cream? He goes, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So, so actually, actually, a friend of mine, he took. I took a picture with my my buddy and Sean with the ice cream in his in, in his cup, and Sean, you know, was like, "No, no, we got to take the picture with the ice cream." So, nice. so that yeah, Sean was all right though. I got, I guess uh, it was between the first and second period. Uh, I guess after the game is right. when and I guess he was fueled up and uh, made his way home. Thank uh, God he took the train. Yeah, but you know, but he wasn't obnoxious. He wasn't obnoxious. And Evan, how come you weren't there? I went away with my you know? uh, family this weekend. Tommy no, just did got, not work out. No, I know. You got to plan it, though. That, you know? was, it was, it was, listen, that was the mistake was I made, Kenny, because it, it is a cool mm-hmm. event. And thanks for the call, man. It's an event I do want to go to genuinely. And I was talking earlier. My only hesitation was about seats. Like, will it be a good seat? But as far as, like, taking the kids out in the cold weather, ah, screw it. We bundle them up. The traffic, ah, get the tablet. Yeah. They're fine in the car. I wasn't worried about that. It was more the seats. But you are right. I did not. I didn't time it out well. Because if I knew months in advance, I would have said to my wife, let's go to the Poconos a different weekend. (laughs) But I didn't do that. That's on me. I own that. That's a tough spot the weekend after football, too. There's probably a lot of guys that were in that spot. You know, that's a big honey, whatever you want to do weekend. You're probably right. right. I don't know if I would have been able to pull it off either way. Because you're right. It's the weekend after the Super Bowl. And that's a tough spot. All you've done for months. Is command the weekend schedule exactly? But, and believe me, when I did drop how'd the news, away, how'd you get away with it? So my wife's great. She oh, doesn't you got get away in trouble because you got free tickets. Well, and not only that, <laughs> I was going with a neighbor, and she's friends with the wife, oh, okay. and it was all that. So However, did they get together. Yeah, I think they met up at some point yeah, yesterday. There was a whole thing. But there was that moment when I gave her the date on the little calendar. She looked up, she said, "The first Sunday after the Super Bowl, you're gonna be out all day <laughs> drinking." And I'm like. Eh, you know, it's good for the show. I did sell on that. <laughs> by the way, it was. It was good it to was, have you there. Right? You have did, content. Did you get the ice cream, by the way? So, yes, I did. Uh, I was hoping not to reveal that on the air. Kenny sold me out. It was delicious. They had a little split, the chocolate vanilla. It was tucked away in this little corner. I did eat to eat that after sushi on top of multiple beers. And let's just say the middle of the night was a rough one. Mm. You know what I respect, though, about that? Too many people will say you can't eat ice cream in the cold weather. I don't get that. And that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you could have ice cream anytime. Your icy is the same thing. Like, I don't understand why Ralph's, which is an institution in this country, I love Ralph's, they actually closed down for a few months during the winter. And I've never understood it. Like, I'm a big ices guy. <laughs> it's delicious. I also, I'm, I, yesterday, full disclosure, I drank like some Land Sharks, Medellos. I got a lot of heat on social media. Those are summer beers. They How are. can you drink? What are you talking Medellos not. Land shark is. But if it's good, it's good. It's I, I agree with I don't you, understand Sean. that. Yeah. And by the way, I'm sitting outside all day. What am I supposed to do? Drink 10 Guinnesses? Yeah, Tiki, what's wrong Guinness. with having a summer beer in the winter? I'm kind of with Guinness is that. a light beer. It's not a dark winter beer. You know what I mean. I know though. what you mean. But why can't you have something in the winter that's summer like? Because when you see Land Shark, Land Shark was a, was a, it's one, it's my crossword this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But when you think about a Land Shark, you think about the beach and the ocean. And I don't, and it's, it's the middle of winter. Yeah, but do you drink frozen margaritas at all? No. Okay, I love frozen margaritas. Am I not supposed to have them in February? Because I mean, it makes you, you think of the beach? You, you can, but 
It's just weird. Why is it weird? It's good. Drink a man's drink in the winter. Well, I'm not, I'm not a man. Put some hair you know. on your chest. Oh, wait, you don't need that. <laughs> I got a lot of hair on my chest. The problem is I like drinks that are not considered, according to many, manly. And that's okay. Right. I don't really care. But alcohol is alcohol. It's going to make you feel the same way no matter what season or anything. And by the way, what's wrong with thinking about the beach in February? I'm cold already. Mm, it's right, a good, good right. way to look at it. I hear you. Let's go to Jackson in Plainview. Good afternoon, Jackson. Hi, Evan. How's it going? We're good. What's up? Uh, I'm having a little deja vu. About yeah. what? Okay. What's the matter? Uh, uh, last, a few months ago, you saw Pete Alonso at a Ranger game. I did. And you said, he's coming back. Oh, crap. I'm not going to shave my beard until that happens. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and now, Saquon Barkley goes to the stadium series, and you've now jinxed it, and Saquon's gone. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's a thank very you very, thank you very much. Thank you, Jackson. He said Saquon's done. That's what he said. I've jinxed it. Saquon's jinxed gone. It. He's gone. Can I tell you the difference? Please. Because I, I do think there is a significant difference, and I appreciate Jackson's recollection, and he is right. Um, this beard that I am currently wearing, you will not see it on TV today. SNY has a company holiday, and I respect that. We don't have a company holiday. We're working our asses off, and we're here. We here, as some may say. No, you mean like us as as shows yeah just the shows just the shows yeah just the shows nobody else is here that's right the architect is not here even the architect right (laughs) no one else is here but the shows are all here spikes on air in philadelphia talking about the flyers (laughs) losing to the devils probably (laughs) i don't know you don't know about pocket you kidding me you can't name two flyers anyhow here's the difference oh let me just set this up he is right that back in november when i saw pete alonzo at a ranger game i thought that that was a sign because jeff mcneil was at a ranger game a year earlier that Pete would extend with the Mets rather soon. <laughs> yeah. And that led to this beard growth that's been going on. Um, so, yes, he is right about that. But here's the difference. I was wrong about Pete Alonso being at the Ranger game. But Pete Alonso wasn't at the Ranger game wearing a Met jersey. Mm. He wasn't there on the ice wearing the colors of his team. And, by the way, even if he did that, he's still a Met. It's not like he's a free agent. Right. Saquon Barkley is a free agent. Tomorrow is tag day. Yeah. The window to franchise tag your players begins tomorrow and closes two weeks from tomorrow. He is legitimately a free agent and if his um his uh agents yes. and if the Giants had any brain cells, and I'm sure they do, they'd be actively negotiating right now. Yeah, they should be. So that is a completely different animal than Pete. This just brought up something else. I didn't even think about it until you just said that. So Sean. Tiki. Was there an event around the Giants and the Jet players? Like, was there a signing? Was there no like they, a meet and greet? So maybe there was. There was like this little fan fest in a gated area that I did not go to because I was more interested in drinking in the parking lot. Yeah. But before the game, they just brought them all on stage in their jerseys and they held why the mic to the crowd. Going, so my question is, why were they wearing their jerseys? I guess to try to correlate, this is the Jets and Giants house because the ending was a Tommy DeVito message right, where he but said, then, but, uh, Sundays are football day. Now we're going to give you our Evan football to a hockey day. just said this about Pete being at the Rangers game, not in his jersey. Why the hell would he be in his jersey? Like, well, why, why would I go? I went to the Devils game last Thursday. Why would I show up at the Devils game with my New York Giants football jersey on. Well, but if <laughs> like the devil does that, but if you're being like, for instance, I'm just thinking about this, like if you don't know who I am, then you don't know who I am. Do I need to wear my jersey to tell you who I am? It's kind of insulting. It's when weird. you think about it. It's just weird. Yeah. Like I told you the story about Rondé. He came and he stayed with me when I lived in the city. He took my car. He, he ran out of gas. 
And he got pissed off at me. And I'm like, dude, you can't look at the gas tank and tell it's out of gas. So he took my jersey and he walked down the street. Like, with it on. <laughs> That's so funny. That so funny. Like, just walking down the street. That's around great. Upper, Man- upper Manhattan, Upper East Side. Like, looking like I'm the jerk off who, who <laughs> wears my jersey walking around. <laughs> just in case you, hey, you know who I am? I'm Tiki Barber. Because he right? knew, I got cause he knew it would be insulting. On. Right, because he knew it would be insulting. So why are they making these guys wear their jerseys? It wasn't like they were walking through the crowd. Again, if the game was at City Field and Pete Alonso was there in a Metro's, I think it's just a way to cross-promote where the game was being played. And it was su- it was football Sunday. It's just a kind of a weird visual. I guess. But remember this. Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. Brees Hall wasn't there. Sauce Gardner wasn't there. And I'm just naming Jeff. Brees Hall were- was there. Oh, yeah, you're right. Brees, Brees Hall was, was there. there. I apologize. Sauce Gardner wasn't there. Garrett Wilson wasn't there. Quinn and Williams was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, C.J. Mosley was there. Not every Jet was there. Not every Giant was there. There are plenty of Giants that weren't there. In fact, the three Giants there all may not be Giants. Exactly. There were basically no Giants there. Right. Think about it. But that's what I find sort of interesting about it. Like, yeah, they're a all free guy agents. who's a free agent in <laughs> Saquon Barkley didn't have to be there. He said yes. I'm sure what happened is the NHL or the Giants or MetLife Stadium reached right. out and said, hey, which guys in town and would want to be a part of this? And Brees Hall, Hall was like, you got to come, but you got to wear your jersey. Brees yeah, Hall, no, I'm good, man. Brees Hall <laughs> likes hockey because I remember Brees even tweeting recently, I'm going to an Islander game, what should I expect? Like, he's been at Islander games. Yeah. So Brees was probably like, I'm in. What made Saquon say I'm in? And does him saying I'm in make you think, oh, he's even going to be more in it because he's going to re-sign here because he wants to re-sign here. He's showing up at a giant uh, at a Ranger no, Islander great game. Great PR move for him and his agent. Because he got an enormous hand yesterday. We all stood sure. up, cheered him loudly. And guess what? Now we could turn to John Marion and go, look, 80,000 yeah. MetLife for a hockey game sat there right. and cheered me in a giant jersey. But he would have gotten the hand without the jersey on. I, I know. I'm you just, can't get past that. I, know. I just can't get past it. It's just weird. Would you me. have done that? If no. the Rangers and Islanders called you no. up and said, with, No. Really? I would not have. If, you were to, if you're going to give me a Rangers jersey that or an Islanders jersey that has my name on the back of it, like the CC, like the. Uh, the, the Yankees jersey I had on yesterday or on Friday mm-hmm. that has my name on the back of it because I played in CC's softball game. Would I wear that? Sure. I'm not wearing my own football jersey. That's just corny. Wow. <laughs> Calling out all those Jets and Giants, but just corny weird. guys. It's just weird, man. <laughs> I want to walk around in my own jersey. What? I would... <laughs> Do you think they took it off once they got to their luxury? I suites? hope so. <laughs> I, I would hope so. Too. I hope so. But I don't. I also think it was just knowing it. Like you looked down, you saw four guys in jet jerseys, three guys in giant jerseys. For the crowd, it was like, "Ooh, Jets and Giants are here. We're in MetLife." Yeah, yeah, but, the, but if it, if they if you don't know their names, and it doesn't matter. Like if it's I know if it's some kid on the practice squad, do you really care? No, but I think it was just the fr- right? I don't know. Exactly. You're right. So the players like, that were there are known enough players that they're going to get cheers whether they have their jersey on or not. It's not like they were saying, "Hey, wave at the guy on the jet and the on the at the Giants jersey on." Right, was, they're announcing their names. Right, welcome Saquon Barkley. Fantastic. I couldn't really tell on TV because sometimes on TV it's tough to tell. How were the hands? Like, did the Giants get bigger hands or did the Jets get bigger mm-hmm. hands? Was it the same? So the Jets. I'm not going to do this to like turn on the Jets. Just be fair. Be honest. Ju- the, the three Giants got a louder ovation than the Jets. It does not mean that the Jets didn't get a loud ovation as well, but there were roars. I also think it translates, right? There's a lot of the Ranger fans or Giant fans and more Ranger fans. So I agree. Yeah. that's probably why. I, I agree. There's obviously crossover, but in general, most of the time, you kind of follow the lineage of Giants, Rangers, 
Yankees. Not everybody. I mean, look, you're you're an example of it. You're not there. Well, Giants, Yankees, Rams. Oh, I, no, you are there. Yeah, I am there. <laughs> Lugie's not. I don't follow the basketball crossover. Yeah, that's my issue. <laughs> right. Did they have to wear the jerseys? Boy, that really bothers you. It really is. Sticking in this crawl. <laughs> Harry is in quorum. How are you, Harry? What's up, Harry? Hey, guys. What's going on? So uh, I just wanted to say that you are right with the two points being the ultimate result of yesterday. But I think you have a real bad take with saying that the seat would have mattered for you because yesterday was all about the atmosphere. So, you know, me being at that game and experiencing that win is definitely going to stick with me for a lifetime, whether I revisit before next season or five years from now. So I'm surprised Sean didn't bring that up, but it's definitely uh, bigger than just one game. Mm-hmm. No. no. Whatever. <laughs> He's right. Loser. I mean, no, no. Loser. He's right in terms of for I'm him. talking about you, Evan. Oh, I'm the loser or yeah. Harry's the loser? No, you are. Look, Harry's, Harry's speaking the truth. Just because you remember something vividly, because you were there and you remember the atmosphere, doesn't make it bigger than any other regular season game. If you go on and win a lot and maybe get deep in the postseason. Okay, but they're not. But they're not. We don't know that. You don't know that. Okay, they're probably not. I'm sorry. I should have used the word probably. How, they're how, probably why, why, why not. Why not? Because their goalie's not good enough? Uh, but, uh, but that's a part of a chore. Well, maybe they trade for one. I don't think they're good enough. They're, they're not going to do that. But they're one of the four know, best maybe. teams in hockey. The they Devils very are going to trade for one? Well, Igor Shosturkin better be their guy. If he's not their guy, and they ain't winning a damn thing, and you, Sean knows that. You talk to any Giant fan who was there Christmas Eve when Victor Cruz ran 99 yards, they correlate that Super Bowl with that moment. If the Rangers do win if, the Stanley Cup. If, if. You guys okay. are keep using ifs. You don't win anything. You won a regular Evan, season game against a team, all, but all they do but, is choke all season long. That's what you did. They are in a realistic position where it is a possibility this year. Okay. And a high possibility. Sean, and we will all look back on, Sean, on yesterday and go, oh my God, Sean, I was there. What a moment. I'll make you a promise. Because if the New York Rangers go on a deep postseason run, first of all, it'd be kind of fun. I don't mind crapping on the Rangers for two months with you defending them and you too, Tiki, because you'll join the parade. I can see it now. I'm a Devils fan now. Yeah, but <laughs> I know how things will go. <laughs> Rangers Lightning Conference Finals. It'll be like, it's a New York team. We're having fun. I don't mind that ride, but let's say you win and I'm wrong. Let's say the first team to bring a championship back to New York is indeed the New York Rangers. Let's say you win the Stanley Cup. You hoist Lord Stanley's Cup uh, on the 30th anniversary <laughs> of the last time you did it in 1994. I'm painting the scenario, okay? Uh. A moment you haven't seen in 30 years, and you do it. And you clinch it. Game six, Madison Square Garden. Not going to give you game seven. Game six, Madison Square Garden. You win it, okay? We come in the next day. We're doing the show. I give you the flowers. What other choice do I have? Hey, guys, got to admit it. What a hell of a run. Congratulations. Sean cries on the air. Okay? <laughs> At what point in those four and a half hours do you even mention beating the Islanders on February 18th? Because, spoiler alert, you won't. By hour two. When we think B- about the moment, you knew. No, 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 because we could... Evan, you like you saying this? You won't mention it no. at all. No. Because it'll be no. far and it'll be months ago. Because it's a regular no, season sir. game that happened to have a lot of people watching. No. That's all it Evan, is. You you say this often, clip this. I am promising you, if the Rangers win a Stanley Cup, you saw the emotion in Laviolette's face. You saw the emotion from the players. Yesterday will be that catapulting moment why that 80,000 of us will look back and say... We knew then, because I'm telling you, you're not a Ranger fan. Mm. We all walked out of the building, and many could point to mushes or odd. I know from talking to a lot of people at Concourse, that was the moment we knew this year was different. Okay, Number one. Here's what what we're going to do since you're a big fan of clipping things. Lugie and Lugie will do this because he's on my side. I want you to clip that. 
Because when your season ends in destruction, and it probably will, can't tell you it's going to be the first round again, can't tell you to be at the hands of the New Jersey Devils or my crappy team. The odds are it won't be. But when it ends in destruction, I think we'll all have a really good laugh listening back to how on February 19th you declared they're winning the Cup. And that was the moment you knew when your goalie yep. was choking in the first two periods of the game. Wow. Like, did we forget that? Yeah. Didn't choke in the third. Up? Didn't choke in the third. Okay. What and about the good. first two periods when he gave up how many goals? I brought up the wind. You weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> bring up the wind again. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.